Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another discussion on Invincible, the second episode of the first season, Here Goes Nothing, written by Simon Rassiopa and directed by Paul Furminger. I like this episode. I gave it 8.9 out of 10. Not as dynamic as the first one, but we're learning a little bit more regarding the characters. We have some additional new people, which is kind of like the Teen Titans of uh, the Guardians. I like that aspect of it. And I like that Mark is creating some superhero um, friends because they would understand more than anything what they're going through. (laughs) So he gets his first real solo mission in this episode but not before uh, you have special forces coming into the guardians uh, defense agency and finding everyone dead except for nolan i love that they try to retrieve like even their heads or parts of their body anything to revive them because they have so much advanced technology when it comes to medical treatment but unfortunately nolan is the only one to survive and he made sure of that i have no doubt what am i saying we watched the massacre oh my god debbie wakes up concerned that he hasn't come back home but she's kind of brushing it off until the agency shows up at her doorstep and that's when she and mark are brought to their father's side i can't believe it only took him three days to heal like all of the guardians gave him their most and it allowed him to heal still in three days oh my gosh baby let me i did it again so i'm gonna let the we meet the director cecil stedman Uh, he's in charge of the investigation he's freaking out that all of the guardians are killed and that none of them were able to be revived and he's also seemingly having a long history with debbie they're contentious regarding no one's likely involvement in the government but um this hospital also treats civilians we find out a little bit later they don't have anyone to stop this new threat which is a flaxen attack i felt so bad for mark because he really wanted to do the right thing like i'm gonna step up my dad's you know he could die but i need to do the right thing or what he would want me to do and then he has his first big super battle i mean man the threats to society are so real (laughs) as wormholes from other dimensions open up and then they're just killing people left and right this is the shit they don't show in marvel movies which is why i find myself less interested in that franchise as a whole and why i'm just not interested like if you're gonna give me something give me the realistic version of setting things (laughs) and bodies dying falling all over the place and you have mark showing up trying to do his best to save people but failing and failing terribly with blood splattered all over him 
he does manage to save a grandma and uh maim the leader which causes an internal enemy and war between the two and he is saved by another group of teens i forgot their name let me see if i wrote it down anywhere (laughs) uh it's just teen team maybe i'm not sure but his classmate uh, eve is actually adam eve she tells him to get the old lady out of here and they'll take care of the fight there's also rex i forgot the robot i think it's just robot and then the one that duplicates herself forgot her name too i'm sure i'll remember them in time but yeah they're able to hold them off to a certain point so that people can get away but they don't actually save the day what does is the fact that their environment causes the aliens to age so they have to retreat the next day in school mark decides to come up to adam eve and be like yeah i know who you are thank you for saving my butt yesterday she's like oh that was you it's like yeah my name is invincible i love that everyone kept saying that's a little optimistic (laughs) that was hysterical so they decide to hang out and everyone at the school is buzzing about it we get another introduction to amber bennett i don't know how i feel about the fact that she's like oh he stood up to a bully and then the bully came and beat his ass because of me that might be someone i want to date (laughs) but she sees him with eve and is wondering because he blows her off fairly quickly which I, I this is high school though i have to give it that that's how it is your hormones are going from one to the other because he clearly had it hot for he eve the minute he saw her then he realized when they was out training and they went back to the secret base that her boyfriend is rex and i don't know why that's her boyfriend because he is the absolute worst forgot who he played in the good place but i did not like him in that as well it's just a little too over the top for me that's not my type of humor so i just found him abrasive and rude just because he got abs and he seems to not even be in high school which is a little creepy how old are you eve i'm guessing like 17 but what is he 19 i mean that's not that bad but you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's like why y'all two show up together because we go to school is that right you know who didn't go to school whose fault is that i need to know your life story before you throwing out things like that like i'm supposed to feel sorry for you but i feel like he's the type of character that is just meant to be there until eve gives mark the hard eyes and then he's just gonna melt for her even though he did get the digits at the end of the episode from amber who basically uh blackmailed todd is that his name the bully and apologized in front of him to him in front of the school and he was all about amber in that moment but like when they was in the heat of that fight he was clearly into eve <laughs> that shows you 
um, the fickleness of a teenage dick. So the next time that the Flaxons show up, they have anti-aging technology because while it was days for them, it was like decades for them. And they decided to find ways to outsmart the people that kind of was a problem before. They're able to take down the whole entire uh, team. And then... (laughs) um, I forgot, actually. Oh, yeah, that's when Amber was getting threatened. Or not Amber. He was getting threatened, and then he went full invincible mode and beat the shit out of them and then forced them back as they destroyed all of their bracelets because that was was keeping them from not uh, aging on the planet. So then I love every time that he would go back into the portal he would always look back talking that major shit in alien tongue fuck you fuck the plane you flew in on fuck them shoes fuck the socks with the bell on it fuck them cheap ass cigars fuck your yuck mouth teeth fuck your hairpiece fuck your chocolate fuck guy richie fuck prince william fuck the queen this is america my president is black and my lambo is blue nigga now get the fuck out my hotel room and if i see you in the street i'm slapping the shit out of you Nolan has finally awoken, but he is awfully cold with his son who's still dealing with the fact that blood is on his hands. Like the old woman didn't make it. And he's like, yeah, that's just part of the job. Mom has offered several times, like your dad's not good with communicating. You might want to talk to me, but he don't want to talk to her. He wants to talk to his dad because that's who's out in the field and experiencing what she's experiencing or he's experiencing. So I can see why he would feel that disconnect, even though he appreciates that she's there emotionally for him, but he's not really opening up to the fact like it's not like the movies. People <laughs> are literally dying and you feel the uh, the responsibility of that. It hits you and it's traumatic and he's still a little boy despite him having such uh, powerful powers. As we see unleashed a little bit later. Uh, as he was fighting with his dad, or they were, uh, yeah, he was trying to hit him. And then he was able to do so. And then he was like, oh, okay, you chuckling. Be nice if I hit you back. And last time he hit him, he fucked him up. So I was like, yeah, Nolan, stop. <laughs> I feel as if Mark should have been a little bit more. Um, cautious about testing the beast because it seems as if his father has an attitude and i'm not sure like debbie looks like as if she's picking up on it because cecil stops by once again and he wants his help with an alien foe but they ended up sending uh mark and it turned out the the guy alan was his name he came to the wrong planet by mistake testing or meant to test if they are you know worthy of protecting the planet (laughs) he said hopefully i'm not fired (laughs) and i'll see you again he clearly thought he was his dad like oh you shaved your mustache what's up with that you look a lot younger but uh when they sat down and were able to have a conversation he said how do you talk in my head where else is your brain they work it out and there he's got his first intergalactic experience with aliens from other worlds and it's interesting that they really just accept the 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 fact that this universe it's a multiverse they're aware 
that there are good aliens out there and there's bad aliens out there. They have a third go round with the Flaxons, and this time they have pretty much advanced completely having, you know, overridden the degrading or the aging from their atmosphere. They got, they got bigger suits, so the leader comes out looking like a transformer. And so they take them all down. It's not looking very good. Invincible getting his ass whooped. And I just knew when he was beating, beating the bricks off of him that dad was going to show up. And that's exactly what happened. Like, oh no, not my child. And he's like, yeah, you okay? Mark, I got this from here. And proceeds to whoop everybody's ass. Hold up. I'm busy killing these bitches. I thought it was amazingly badass when he looked at the dude that beat the bricks off his son and then just was like, oh, you think I'm scared? <laughs> you have no idea how scared you should be. I'm coming to follow you back to your planet. Like, homeboy was all scared when he got home. Like, oh, mom, dad went into a dimension to beat up some aliens. Oh, that's fine. That's Tuesday. <laughs> and then you just see the all red. I love that. As he basically squished that dude's head like you thought. And then proceeded to demolish the entire race of people. I was like, damn, that was genocide. But y'all came knocking at my door. At my door. All right, and then he comes back home like, oh, it's my family. But that's when the news breaks that the Guardians, uh, their deaths have been suspected. Speaking of that, the, um, the investigation seems to have a pretty good demon detective named Damien Darkblood. He's supposed to be like, what, Hellboy? <laughs> Investigates the Guardians' death. Cecil's like, have at it. I ain't got no fucking other clues. As Donald is absolutely useless. I think that Damien Darkblood is going to know who did it fairly quickly. And I'm very curious on how that's going to go down. So I uh, can't wait to the next episode. Hopefully I'll get to another one this week. Now, if you want to send any type of feedback, blackoutcouchatgmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.